Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Tyler goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's going to get two. Lost Boy oh. Top. Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Endless and Crude Sloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 52. Uh, on this episode, we are previewing weekend number four of fall season, autumn season, whatever. Same thing. Vainglory Esports leading up to Worlds. This is it. This is the last chance for teams to get their spots to qualify for Worlds. It's going to be intense. It's going to be insane. Uh, I am joined with my co-host, as always, Crude Sloth and Belligerent. How's it going, guys? I am hyped for this weekend. That's how it's going. I cannot wait for these matchups. I am hyped too. I agree with everything you said, Endless, except for the fact I'm pretty sure this is 53, not 52. You are 100% right. Uh, gosh dang it. I'm so mad that I said 52. Now my, my entrance is uh, ruined. <laughs> uh, so for everybody listening, this is episode 53. We may or may not have just recorded 52, but I'm not going to release our secrets. Um, <laughs> looking at this weekend, we can uh, obviously start with EU. Uh, to give everyone a reminder, SK Gaming is at the top with 37, G2 with 34, Space Station with 20, Mouse Sports with 15, Fnatic with 14, Dynasty 12, Clash 6, and Calamity 2. Um, EU is looking to be... Coming down to the very last match, the very last point, everything's going to matter. Uh, we can go ahead and break down EU real quick. Let's talk about the matches and just you know make our picks, and then we will go into NA and talk about that drama. So first Let's up, go. first up for EU, SK versus Space Station, Space 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 Station. Oh my God, I'm done. Whatever, <laughs> Salty Potatoes, SK versus Salty Potatoes. The artist formerly known as Salty Potatoes. That is true. Um, oh, I don't... wait, are you guys too young to know the Prince reference? No, no, I'm oh, a big okay. fan of Prince, so I'm good with that. Crude, I don't know if Crude is, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> 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 All right, for me, SK has no choice. They have to win. Um, I'm not really going off of salt or space station's been playing like they were playing well, and I think you know they're at 20. They're actually in third, but I think SK just really has no choice. They have to win, so that's what I'm kind of going off of. A lot of my picks this week are actually just who I kind of want to see win, who I want to secure this world spot. So it may be a little biased this week, but that's okay. But SK for me. Yeah, I am also going with SK. Kind of, I kind of am following the same thing with Endless. Is kind of who I want to see win, not necessarily who will win. But um, SK, they're going to beat Space Station. 
Now, the only thing that worries me, I will say this, though, is I would not be surprised if Space Station won because there's so much pressure on SK. I don't think they do very well in pressure, uh, you know, going back to live championships and just it's never been really good for them. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Space Station won this, but I'm going to go with SK because that's who I want. Yeah, I am also going to go with SK. Um, I guess you could put it in the want category, but I think SK wins this match anyways. If anybody but SK or G2 wins those matches on day one, I give up on EU forever. <laughs> yeah, um, G2 is playing Dynasty next. Dynasty, obviously, is not the team they kind of used to be, whether Mowgli's around or not. Uh, I think G2 is probably playing the best Vanguard right now out of all of EU. I think Hundor and Dark Potato are playing real well. I think they're, this meta is kind of in their... Uh, in their team comp, like what they're comfortable with, the team comps they're playing. So I think G2 is, is going to handle this game. So yeah, I am going with G2 on this one uh, just because with Mowgli being out, I don't think Dynasty is the team that they used to be. Uh, also, like I kind of talked about earlier, I have I, I want G2 to win. I want there to be that competition later on in the week. So I'm going with G2 over Dynasty. Yeah, I am also going with G2 over Dynasty. This has to happen. SK versus G2 in the semifinals is the only chance we have all weekend of seeing a head-to-head match that actually determines the world spot. So G2 over Dynasty, I would pick G2 and SK regardless of the implications this week. Yeah, I kind of agree with what Bloodrant had said. Or you know, if, if SK or G2 lose, I may just not watch any of EU for the rest of the weekend because it's going to be like, what's the point? This matchup was the hype matchup. SK versus G2 kind of determines maybe uh, the the world's final, the world spot. So that's going to be that's going to be pretty hype. Uh, third match, Mouse versus Calamity. Um, some obviously the old team of the Leon. So Mouse has been struggling. Leon has not been uh, necessarily putting in the time. I think he kind of tweeted that. They've just kind of been struggling as a team, uh, but I still think Mouse is going to win against Calamity. Uh, so I, I got Mouse. Yeah, I'm going with Mouse over Calamity as well. There isn't a whole lot in implications with this matchup. Um, I, do we really have to pick a winner in this one? Because, I mean, let's be honest. But uh, I'm going to go with Mouse. I'm also going with Mouse as much as I want to pick against these two so I can catch them in points. Picking Calamity at this point is just dumb. So, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, Mouse. All right, last matchup is Fnatic versus Clash. Clash, Clash being a team that's set, as sitting at six points. You know, they've kind of been struggling, but they perform well every once in a while. Fnatic, a team that, and they've kind of, you know, you know, let us down every once in a while. So I don't know. I'm going to pick Fnatic. I'm interested to see what you two are going to do. I still think Fnatic should play well enough to be, uh, to be clash this weekend. So I need to gain some points and I'm going to go with clash. I mean, they actually played pretty decent last week, even all the way through all their matches. They at least won one game, even the third place match. So they put up some good fights. Um, you know, they haven't been a great team at the beginning of the season or, you know, most of the season for that matter. But uh, for some reason, this last week, they decided to show a little bit that they they, they can fight uh, with Fnatic being not bad, but just not the team that we thought that they could be or where that they have been. 
I'm going to go with Clash this one. They're going to sneak it out this week. I think Fanatic's just done with this split and ready to take a break. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Clash. <clears throat> I think that this match actually does have implications for them, especially if G2 wins, because if Clash can make it to the finals, they can actually tie Dynasty. I don't know who has the head-to-head, but Clash has a chance to climb out of the challenge brackets. So I'm going to go with Clash in this one over Fnatic. Um, Fnatic is been letting me down. Clash let me down at the beginning of the season. They're starting to pick it back up. I'm going to go with Clash. All right. So our first semifinal in EU then is the hyped SK versus G2. Uh, me personally, has I have not picked... Uh, anyone really to be SK when it comes to final matchups. I've really stuck with them all throughout split one, split two. Uh, of course, I will jinx them here. I will not, I guess not jinx them. This may be a good thing for them. I'm going to pick G2 here. I think G2 is the stronger team. I think they've been playing better. I really just like what the comps and how uh, G2 has been playing in 2.9 compared to, compared to SK. I really think Tyruse has a tough matchup in the jungle against Dark Potato. So I'm picking G2, which kind of uh, is a bad, Bad thing for G2. I uh, may actually uh, allow SK to win this week. Who knows? But G2 is my final answer. Uh, I'm going with G2 as well. They kind of bit me in the butt last week. I had them losing in the first round, and they proved me 100% wrong, making it all the way to the finals uh, and winning, actually. So, uh, I mean, you know, this is the big matchup, obviously. It's SK, I mean, they're still good. They're still at the top. But I just think right now, this week, going into it, I got to go with G2. All right, so I want G2 to win, but I'm going to pick SK just because I'm trying to pick up points for our little contest, but I will not be disappointed if I lose those points because I really want G2 to win and get that world spot. But because G2 picked G2, I'm picking SK. (laughs) I'm going to use the pick you guys have been screwing me with all season to beat you guys. So we're going to go with SK over G2 here. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh... For me, it is Mouse versus Fnatic in the next matchup. I'm really surprised I have this right now, but I am picking Fnatic. I'm pulling a belligerent. I'm like, you know what? I think I have got a good feeling about Fnatic this week. So I have Fnatic winning. I really just think maybe with Mouse playing all different positions, playing weird comps, I think if Fnatic just plays their normal Vainglory, I think the Fnatic will be able to get to the semifinals or, or the finals actually this week. Yeah, I am not going with that. I'm going with Clash. Um, just like I kind of what I've been talking about earlier, has, as well as they've been playing here lately. This well, specifically, I guess this past week. Uh, and you know, I just don't think Maus is in it like they were. So I'm going with Clash over Maus for uh, the second semifinal. Yeah, I am also going to go with Clash over Maus. For the record, endless my gut feeling about Fnatic didn't work. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, Clash over Mouse um, is what I'm going to go with. I just like I said, I think this has implications for Clash. I think they'll be focused. Mouse, I'm not exactly sure what their um, what they're thinking about. Um, recently, I'm not sure what their focus is going to be. I don't think this game really means anything to them. Um, 
other than maybe standings, I mean, they could they could pick up some points on state space station and end up in third place. But I just get the feel the feeling from that roster um, that they they they're they're going to be lacking focus. So uh, clash over mouse. Um, if clash wins that game, is that would that be four point? Wait, would that be six points? Can they catch dynasty? Is what I'm asking. Like, can they knock yes, dynasty it, out of? Yeah, it well if they yeah. if they make it to the finals, they tie Dynasty. I guessing Dynasty has the head to head over Clash, but if Clash can make it to the finals and pick up a point in the finals, they can actually pass Dynasty. <clears throat> assuming Dynasty loses to G two. Hmm. Um and well, assuming Dynasty gets swept by G two, I should say. Oh, that's true. Which if Mowgli's not playing, I would expect them to get swept. Right. Um so, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> um, G2, Fnatic for me in the finals. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be a good matchup. I really do think G2 is the team I'm starting to see. I'm I'm, I'm not 100% like, oh, G2 is the team I want in Worlds. SK has, has played well for so long up to this last couple of weeks, honestly. But, I mean, we can talk about, you know, this. we will see, obviously, a new meta by Worlds. You know, 2.10 is coming out. You know, that's going to change things maybe. Maybe some t- SK may like that meta a little more. You know, some things may change. Um, but for now, I think G2 is just playing the best Vanglory, so I have them winning this uh, this week at number four. So I have G2 going up against Clash. Um, same thing, I'm going with G2. Uh, as far as, like, a world's talk, I mean, let's be honest, does it really matter if it's SK or G2 when you have, you know, the SEA, the EA region, NA region? I think Whoever EU throws in there, it's not going to really matter. Uh, sorry, EU, but uh, I think it's going to be G2, but I don't think it'll really matter. So I'm going to go with G2 over Clash, um, even though this match will mean literally nothing for the standings, except for maybe for Clash getting out of the challenge battles. But um, yeah, G2 over Clash. All right, so that is... Nope, third place matchup. Uh, third my, place. Yeah, my third place would be uh, SK versus Mouse, and I'm going to go with SK. Oh, wait, I, I got to take that back. I said SK was beating G2, so SK is going to beat Clash, just to clarify. Oh, right, all right, because you are doing the whole points thing. Yeah. See, that's uh, how just... much I was. I would generally pick G2, but... <laughs> Trying to sneak that one past us, I see. But all right, uh, I got SK versus Mouse in the third place, and I'm going with SK over Mouse. I have G2 versus somebody Mouse, I think, and I'm picking G2. All right, so that is our EU. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that does uh, end up. As always, basically, everyone's looking for the semifinals: SK versus G2. That's going to basically determine a lot. Um, other than that, uh, EU discussion is pretty much, um, over SK versus G2 is what we need, what we want. If not, uh, we riot, we, we boycott Vainglory, but, uh, we can move on to NA. Look at these picks. Uh, going to be an interesting weekend. A lot of great matchups as always, you know, this one is going to be a little, a little tougher. I don't know, Bludger, if you just want to real quick explain, why NA is different than uh, EU when it comes to the race for worlds? 
Um, NA is different from EU when it comes to the race worlds right now because between TSM and Rogue, there you know there's still possibility for Tribe. Uh, there's even the outside possibility. No, I'm take that back. There's not an outside possibility for Hammers. There's an outside possibility for Tribe if Rogue gets swept and some other things happen. Um, however, the only time Rogue can face TSM would be in the finals, and which means they would both earn an additional six points. And Rogue is currently ahead of TSM by three points. So if they face each other in the finals, it'll be impossible for TSM to catch Rogue. Therefore, it's impossible for us to get that head-to-head matchup to actually determine uh, who's going to Worlds. It's a little different from EU because even though SK is three points ahead of G2, Winning the semifinals gives you an additional four points, which means G2 would pass SK, or at least tie SK. SK might take a game off of G2, but G2 would then have the head-to-head. So I think, I don't know, I'd have to go back and actually look at what the head-to-head is. But uh, So, I mean, but pretty much you can bet on the SK versus G2 game, deciding worlds, one way or the other, even if you want to take, even if SK has the head to head, you also, I mean, you could consider that that match is still determining worlds because SK might just need the one point to tie G2 or whatever. Uh, in NA, if Rogue and TSM face each other, Rogue is going to worlds. Rogue has the world spot. Uh, if Tribe, let me see here real quick. Tribe would need Rogue to because I don't know the head-to-head right now, Tribe need to get swept by Cloud9, which means they can't face Rogue. Um, At which point it would be uh, Tribe versus TSM. Now, Tribe is behind TSM by four points. So I guess if Rogue gets swept, you could say that TSM versus Tribe in the semifinals might to determine worlds that's not as clear cut i can't do all that math real quick in my head while we're on the podcast for it to actually make sense so there i will say there's an outside possibility that row or that tribe versus tsm in the semifinals if that's what happens could be the match to determine the world spot if rogue is swept out um but it is unlikely that we will see a head-to-head match in na that determines the world spot. Every it'll it all have to be decided by points. Yeah, so it's gonna be a little more complicated. A little, I'm sure on stream they'll be explaining everything as everything's going down. Yeah. Um, well, but... it's really simple. I'm mean, as far as Rogue goes. If Rogue makes the finals, they they go into worlds. Right. Which will be interesting to see. You know, maybe who picks up the wild card place. You know, I I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard just to count Tribe out, considering Tribe has Danzio and players that always perform extremely well on stage in the live situation. But, you know, as SEMC, how do you not send TSM to Worlds? So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm sure no matter what SEMC does, yeah, they're probably going to get questioned by people, as they always do, which is fine. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. First matchup, though, like Belligerent kind of mentioned, is Cloud9 versus Rogue. Uh, Cloud9 needs to sweep Rogue if other teams want to have that good chance. 
uh, or an even better chance to get to Worlds. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it may be a good matchup, but for now, I think Rogue has their eye on the prize, and I have Rogue beating Cloud9. Yeah, I think Rogue comes out with uh, a little bit of fire on them to try to you know, make it to the championship, obviously, this week and get those points, but I'm going to go with Rogue over C9. I am going to say that Cloud9 wants to help TSM get to Worlds, and Cloud9 is going to come out firing on all cylinders, and Cloud9 is going to upset Rogue to give hmm. TSM the chance to take Worlds. All right, Cloud9 coming out high. Now, Rogue's going to need to bounce back from last week. They had a rough, you know, uh, lost O2 in the finals of Tribe, So, and Rogue needs to figure out their whole Saw Cop, see if that uh, works out for them, continues to work out for them or not. So that'll be interesting. Next game, ooh, this is uh, going to be my match to watch, not to spoil, but Nova versus Hammers. Um, Nova, obviously, kind of down at the bottom of the point standings. I mean, not the very bottom, but uh, bottom of top six. But uh, I really want to see Nova have one last good weekend. I want them to show that they're still a strong team. I want Truth and Alone to be clicking on the same page. Uh, and I just, you know, I'd like to see them take down Hammers. Uh, so you're going with Nova on that one, huh? I sure am. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Nova, too, over oh. Hammer. Hammer, this is this is a close game, uh, I think. In my mind, uh, Hammers, they, they've they been playing pretty well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, kind of what you said, though, as far as I do want to see Nova kind of finish strong. Uh, I'd like to see Truth and, and Delphi come out and you know show that they can compete with some of the better teams. But So I'm going with Nova on this one. Um, I'm going with Nova also. Good. I like the description. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess the thing that, that makes me curious is how the whole Twitter war thing is going to affect hammers internally. Uh, see if they come out ready to play on the flip side. Uh, Nova, on the other hand, we don't have a whole lot to play for. I mean, if we made the finals, we could catch hammers, possibly pass hammers in the standings for a little bit extra prize money. Uh, but, you know, with Tempo Storm only having three points, it's impossible for them to catch us. So we don't have to defend ourselves from uh, falling down into challenge brackets. So uh, there might be a lack of motivation from both teams because it's impossible for hammers to make the world spot. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for us to move up in the standings so uh, that's what to watch on that match obviously i'm picking nova uh because i always pick nova right right so <clears throat> that'll be a good matchup it'll be interesting to see teams may not have as much on the line but i still want to see who knows maybe it's a good time to throw out some interesting comps um next matchup Trivers gangstars uh tribe wins tribe tribe Sorry, you guys were supposed to talk for much longer because I needed to cough. So that's why I was short. <laughs> but you guys both went with the same uh, method of being short. So sorry. Well, we were just kind of figuring that, you know, there isn't a whole lot to talk about on this I know, one. I know. <clears throat> but I felt like my cough coming on. So it's like, oh, I need to hurry up, say tribe, mute my mic. So I muted my mics. And then you guys were like, tribe, tribe. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, TSM versus Tempo is the last matchup. Um, TSM. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So Bildren <laughs> jumped the gun on me there. Uh, his pick is TSM. My pick is TSM. But you know what? Like we did talk about, it'd be interesting to see if Tempo somehow comes out and plays like amazing one game. And we've seen Best Chuck didn't go positive once last weekend. So that's going to be interesting to see how TSM does. I'm actually kind of questionable right now on TSM, but I do think TSM wins this uh, first matchup against Tempo. Yeah, I mean, TSM gets right here. They go ahead and beat Tempo. Uh, like you said, maybe Tempo takes a game, and then TSM has to wake up and really realize that they got to start playing because their world spot is on the line. But uh, yeah, I'm going with TSM on this one, if nothing less, just because I want to see them make it to at least the semifinals, if not the championship. So. Oh, yeah, Blue already picked TSM. Sorry, I was waiting for him to make his pick. All right. Oh, wait. Here, uh, drum roll, TSM. All right. Um. So semifinals, Rogue versus Nova for me. I think Rogue, like I said, is on their mission. Uh. So you know what? I'm not gonna talk a lot because I don't want Crew to run out of things to say about this matchup. So I'm just gonna say Rogue, and I'll <laughs> let, I'll let Crew discuss it. Uh. I mean, I'm gonna go with Rogue over Nova. Uh. I mean, it's pretty pretty basic the same story all the way through this is you know rogue's got to get to the championship to make to get the points tsm's got to get the championship to get the points so um i mean that's really basically what it comes down to nova like belligerent has said before doesn't have a whole lot to fight for so while they did make it out of the first matchup against hammers for me uh unfortunately i don't think they're gonna have the fire to try to beat rogue that like rogue is gonna have to beat nova so rogue over nova all right so here's my my uh my logic here so i picked cloud nine to be rogue so they tsm uh after that cloud nine has nothing to play for uh, and so nova over cloud nine Ooh, that's interesting that could actually play out we've seen cloud nine not care at uh, about third place matchups at all they never win third place matchups they just kind of quit so maybe that's what actually happens in the semifinals they don't want to see themselves in the finals so they, you know what they just let nova have it um Tribe versus TSM, though, is going to be a really, really interesting matchup since TSM did just lose to them uh, last week 2-0. You know, I, I really am worried about TSM having so much pressure on them to try to get Worlds, so much pressure by fans and everyone just cheering for them. You know, I just I don't know if Best Chuck and Von C are going to have it in them. I think Denzio, you know, really just play extremely well in the lane and may even pull out a saw and may just kind of dominate TSM. I'm picking Tribe. I, I, it pains me, but I I don't know why I'm trying to get the points. I'm already beating you guys right now by, you know, seven. I really just need to maintain my lead to finish out this regular season. Uh, but I'm picking Tribe. I really think Tribe is going to win this to try to get to the finals. Wow. I can't believe you picked Tribe. Uh, I can't believe it. I know. I've been, I've been sitting here struggling whether I was going to do TSM or Tribe, because this is what it's going to boil down to. Uh, well, I mean, it, Rogue's going to the championship, but I cannot not pick TSM for whatever reason. I just can't do it. So I have to go with TSM. I want to see TSM at Worlds. I feel like it just won't be TSM. It won't be Worlds without TSM being there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. No, and that's why I don't have a problem maybe having Rogue finish first. Because I really do think SCMC does obviously give TSM that World spot, the last wild card. I think that may actually maybe make it easier on them. Like, well, if TSM doesn't get first, then we obviously have to give them the, world, the yeah, wild card. That's true. That's true. 
Pleasure. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that if TSM doesn't get first, they'll get the wild card. I do, however, still think this match is very important to them because if they lose the tribe, there's a chance tribe passes them in the standings. And while I still think TSM would get the wild card spot just because they've been so consistent and they were second place last year, it would be dumb not to give them the wild card spot. It's going to make SEMC look really bad if somebody finishes above TSM and TSM still gets the wild card spot. Although, you know, the rule books and everything say, you know, there's no stipulation, um, you know, uh SCMC could give it to Gangstars if they wanted to. So there there's really zero stipulation. It's, it's just it's a team that SCMC finds deserving. So I would be shocked to see them give it to somebody other than TSM unless TSM ends up in first place. Uh but I think they need to win this match, beat Tribe in order for there not to be a question like why aren't you letting Tribe go? You know, and then you'd run into to all the arguments about how tribe performs better in lives about how tribe beat TSM uh, at the last live event. So why wouldn't you pick tribe over TSM for that wild card? So I think TSM uh, really needs to come in focus, needs to beat tribe and uh, needs to put those questions to bed because then it becomes really easy for CMC to just give it to one and two. Um, so I'm going to pick TSM over tribe. All right, uh, my finals then is Rogue versus Tribe. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think Rogue needs to get to, get to Worlds. I think World, Rogue and Worlds is good. So I got I got Rogue beating Tribe. Getting their revenge from uh, last week. Yeah, this one was tough for me. I am going with... Uh, uh, I'm going with Rogue over TSM. I want to see your point. paper. I don't know if you actually wrote that down. I think you changed it. I'll send you a picture. I have not made a single change from what I did at three hours ago. When All right, I did I'll this, tweet so. it out so everyone can see it. <laughs> All right, so so just to clarify for everybody, if it is Rogue and TSM, Rogue automatically goes to the world. It doesn't matter what the outcome of the match is. Rogue will then have too many points, uh, as I All already right. explained. However, my finals is Nova versus TSM, um, and I am going to go with Nova. Because by that point, you know, Rogue already been eliminated. Yeah, Rogue already be eliminated. TSM will have their spot locked up. And TSM is very well known for, like, making substitutions or doing other dumb things just to get other people prepared once they have their spot locked up. So Nova over TSM. All right, right. All right, so third place matchup for me, then, uh, is going to be Nova versus TSM. And I am going to pick... Nova. So my third place is Nova versus Tribe, and since I left Tribe out of the championships, I'm going to go with Tribe over Nova. And my third place is Cloud9 versus Tribe. I I really want to pick Cloud9. However, I am on the record as saying I know Cloud9 struggles in third place matchups. If they make it to this third place matchup versus Tribe, both teams will be tied. So this will be for third place, like legitimately for third place, which means extra prize money for them. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't know how that's. I'm gonna go with Cloud Nine anyway, even if they don't really try that hard in third place matches. I think 
that Tribe, after losing to TSM and losing their shot at a world spot, is going to be kind of tilted, kind of depressed. Uh, and I think Cloud9 cruises to a victory. All right, so matches to watch. Let's do our hot takes then to uh, finish up this episode and the weekend four of Bangalore 8. I already mentioned mine was Nova versus Hammers just because I want that to be a bloodbath. I know there's a lot of other great matchups out there, so I'm trying to I'm interested to see what your guys' matches to watch are. So my match to watch is going to be C9 versus Rogue. Not only will I think that that be an actually good matchup, obviously it's very important for Rogue to win this matchup. So uh, all eyes on that matchup. I, I it's going to be. I think that one could be a bloodbath. To be honest with you, so. That's the one I'm going with. And my match to watch is not in NA. It's SK versus G2 over in EU. The only match that we could see that could actually determine a world spot head-to-head. All right, so player to watch. I'm not going first. I refuse. I'm letting you guys go first. So no one, I don't get accused for stealing someone's player to watch. So Crude, you're first. All right, so my player to watch is Zio. I just want to see how di- how good he does this week. So That's descriptive, thank you. All right, Belligerent. You're welcome. <laughs> no talking in a podcast, damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so my player to watch this week is going to be Dark Potato. Ooh, um, EU. Okay. I think when it comes to G2 and SK, it's well, I, I guess I could say Dark Potato and Tyrus. Yeah, don't say it. Uh, Just the jungle matchup in the SKG2 match that I am predicting to happen uh, because I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think Kavalafar and Hundor uh, are pretty even, very different play styles. Um, So I think it's really going to be, you know, I think this meta is much more on in favor of dark potato we'll have to see if tyrus can can adapt and use a dark potatoes meta against him i like it i like it all right so mine is best chuck because while i do have him losing uh i'm kind of challenging him you know you, he struggled last week while he did you know set up a lot of good plays for von c you know i kind of want to see him be like an old school or like uh, some of these other laners that we see that you know go nine and one, have big weekends, have big games. So I really want to see Best Chuck, you know, get back to how he's been. I obviously, I, even though I didn't pick him, I want to see them uh, succeed this weekend as well. So uh, seeing Best Chuck kind of get back to what we've seen, Best Chuck for a while there was kind of carrying Von C. Von C was struggling, and now Best Chuck's kind of seeing the one that's struggling. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, I still think Belligerent overall has nailed uh, the main theme of this weekend, which is uh, SK versus G2. I think that will be one of the best matches to watch, especially since that will be our first time we kind of get to finalize a spot in Worlds. So that's going to be great to see. NA will still be interesting, even though we will have some matchups that don't necessarily matter, besides for the teams and their little prize pools. So... Um, I don't think we have anything else to discuss. Do we have anything else we would like to discuss? Uh, <laughs> we could discuss a lot of things. There are things I could discuss, but I don't know how long we want it to go. Dynasty and Space Station better not screw up the entire weekend for every Vanglory fan out there. 
yeah, like you guys, you know, just take the weekend off. Like, does it really matter? Does it really affect you guys if you just lose? Like, just lose. Let us let us get what we want, please. Crude. What's up? Maybe, uh, how's it going? Have we looked at uh, 2.10 yet? You want to talk about that real quick? We don't need to, obviously, but. Lorelei or Lorelei? Lorelei. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, Lorelei. But yeah, uh, I haven't looked a whole lot into it, but uh, I mean, I'm obviously very excited for it. Uh, when we're recording this, it comes out tomorrow, but this won't be released till Thursday, correct? Friday, Thursday, whenever, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I haven't looked into it a whole lot yet, so when this does come out, don't laugh and be like, well, we're playing on it right now. I mean, technically, it's still not out yet. I haven't looked at patch notes that of doing that tomorrow, but yeah, I'm excited for the new hero and some of the new skins. Skins are going to be cool as well. Obviously, Art in the Cage Fighter. That one's going to be pretty sweet. Pudrant, any... Uh, uh, the skins are so badass. Adagio's is good, too. The Adagio one is phenomenal. Yes. The, I'll Adagio. tell you guys right now that... And I don't know. I haven't looked at the patch notes yet that they've officially released, so I don't know how... You know, sometimes these skins are not available except for in a chest or blah, 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 blah. But the Arden Gauntlet on the skin, I'm not a huge fan of the skin itself because the dude's basically in underwear. But <laughs> um, the Gauntlet on that skin is the best so looking Arden awesome. Gauntlet in the game. Um, and that it's that, exciting. Yeah. We'll talk about it. What I was just when when the Gladiator Arden came out, I was like, "Wow, that Gauntlet is so cool!" And then this one is like, "Holy crap, this one's even better." See, I hate the Gladiator Arden. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they. It looks just looks like freaking like a barbed wire fence. fence that you keep cows out of the road. <laughs> like yeah. they could have, like it could, it should have like dropped the Coliseum. Yeah, Boom. I did see like memes of that, and I was like, okay, yeah. now that would probably be better. That would have been badass. <clears throat> this one though is like literally the cleanest gauntlet I've ever seen. Uh, I'm part of PVE, so I get to see all these things before they come out. Uh, and I was really impressed when that with that when it dropped. The flicker skin is great because I'm so sick of Kung Fu Panda flicker. Oh, right. Um, the flicker skin is great. The little bubbles on his his little mist and stuff like that, phenomenal. And I'm super excited about the Adagio skin. I actually on Twitter called out for a new Adagio skin before I was in PBE and before I knew that the skin was coming. And so I'm glad that they they. Uh, listen to me sort of even though it was already created <laughs> but i'm glad that, yeah. that kind of like my internal clock for this person needs a new skin is about the same as theirs so um it's actually i've done that a couple of times like i called for a sky skin and that's when rider die sky came out and stuff like that so their clock about when a new person needs a skin has been on point so and i was just thinking you know flicker needs a new skin too and that the franken flicker skin is phenomenal so yeah. excited about that Lorelai like I don't know what her final stats are I played with her in phase one of testing which is basically where everything is not going to end up OP <laughs> <laughs> right that's like when we test it but uh, she's definitely a backline captain she's very squishy or at least she was very squishy uh, but some of her abilities are just awesome. She's kind of a mix between Celeste because her, I forget what it's called. I think it's called fish food 
her uh, ability is kind of like Celeste Core Collapse um, as far as what it does, even though it continues to damage you over time after it stuns you. Uh, And then she has the water bubble thing that she throws around people that's kind of like the grace protection. Uh, And it's really like she's really OP with Kroll. Just give everybody that heads up, Um, especially if you echo that protection bubble because it also removes all movement impairments. So if he's slowed or anything like that, you throw the bubble on him, he can keep chasing at full speed. Plus it gives him the damage reduction throw an echo on it so you bubble him when he starts to fight it wears off you echo it throw it on him again uh with coupled with lorelei kroll becomes almost unkillable yeah the interesting about lorelei is the whole pool system like if she if she's standing on her pool things become empowered like some abilities kind of change slightly like her the clamshell like stuns quicker if she's on her own pool versus if she's not so like I feel like captains may utilize like a clockwork more or may, you know, the plays with her are going to be pretty interesting. It's not just going to be like a, you know, basic hero. There's going to be a lot of in-depth, I feel like, skill and strategy with her. Yeah, for sure. Um, Again, I didn't get to see what the final stats were going to be on her. Uh, I haven't played her since phase one. Um, Unfortunately, I don't get to use PVE as much as I would like to. But there was also some potential for her to be a crystal laner. Um, so, you know, kind of almost in like a scarf type way, because you throw that fish food down there. Um, it collapses on everybody, but then those piranhas keep doing the damage. So you can, you know, it's almost like a spitfire goop yeah. thing. Um, and she, you know, when I played it, she worked really well with like an alternating current type deal. So I don't... It's very possible they nerfed a bunch of her crystal ratios before they actually released her. Uh, So maybe not as strong as a carry in that sense. But when I was playing with her, I actually felt more comfortable with her as a carry than I did a captain. Because for me, for my captain play style, she's just way too squishy. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of uh, happy that SCMC released another basically captain, you know, back to back Churnwalker and uh, Laurel. So that's pretty sweet. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, obviously Vanglory has been working on 5v5, you know, the one thing I've been missing, I don't know if you guys really have been missing it as well, or even remembered it, but um, map skins, I really cannot wait for the 5v5 team to stop focusing just on 5v5, start getting out some of those small things, you know, we had like the lunar new year map, the winter maps when the snow is back on the ground, all that kind of stuff was always yeah. a fun time, but you know, they've been really busy, kind of frustrates me when I see people on twitter like oh scmc why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing this i was like well because you asked them to do a million things they only have like a certain amount of employees to be doing this they're focusing on 5v5 so seasonal map right now is not their main focus but i can't wait for when they come back those were always fun well i will also say that the 5v5 map freaking gorgeous i mean yeah yeah. Um, so i mean people were complaining about that as well like oh smc way to be original this is an exact carbon copy as uh the summoner's rift from league of legends i'm just like look like if people out there want a league of legends game for their phone banglory can now just market this map and be like look here's our map and it's 5v5 and we have literally the best controls out there for any mobile moba and i think it's going to attract people yeah. more well, here's the other thing. I mean, if you look at almost any 5v5 map, they're all a copy of each other. 
right. Because there's only so much you can do with freaking MOBA, right? Mm-hmm. It's 5v5, is three lanes, a mid lane, a top lane, a bottom lane. So get the fuck over it. What do you want them to do? Draw it in a circle with an X through the middle as far <laughs> as your lanes or what? I mean, yeah. Th- there's only so much. Um, I was slightly disappointed that it was so unoriginal. Again, I'm, I'll echo the words that I just said and say them to myself, but they originally had said some things like they're going to make areas that are very specific. Like there's going to be an area that's more open for like, right. You know, where ranged heroes will have the upper hand and there's going to be some like closed quarter areas where assassins and stuff will have the upper hand. And I just, I feel like they lost sight of that. But other than that, I have five V five. Um, so far from my experience has been phenomenal. I can't say much because I'll get banned for life if I leak anything <laughs> out about fucking 5v5 or anything else I see on PBE. Is like the crack big... in there? I'm not telling you if they haven't <laughs> released that yet. It's a trap. <laughs> um, so, but it it was also like for me playing it the first couple times, and I've only done it a couple times, but it's like I don't know what I'm doing anymore because <laughs> it's it's such a totally different experience. Yeah, so I can't wait. It makes me excited. It's awesome to hear that it's yeah. uh it's close. It's close for all of us. It is close, and everybody will get to see it debuted on December 14th. Expedition matches are going to be awesome. I believe. Yes. One one yeah. of the I, world starts on the 14th. Oh, yeah. I don't know which day so of the evening. The 17th will debuting. probably be probably the 17th. Yeah. yeah. So, um, excited for that. They are also having the early um, sign-ups, so people don't forget yep. that. Definitely go sign up. Get all your email. Do all your email email addresses. Hopefully, one of them will uh, you'll be able to sign up early and get to play a little early. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. <clears throat> Does anyone else have anything they want to discuss before we end this episode fifty three? Why is the moon round? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I think because of ocean tides. I'm not getting into this discussion. <clears throat> Do what? I'm not getting into that discussion. You just did. <laughs> Crickets, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, so. Come on, Crude. Why is the moon round instead of square? Yeah, I'm not getting into that. Because you don't know the answer. <laughs> Heck no. Last time I took an astronomy like, class, elementary school. If he was like some scientist major or something, he'd be like, because if the planet was square, people would fall off the sides or something. <laughs> you know. Gravity actually doesn't allow for square things to be in space. Because if you had to turn a corner on a square planet, it wouldn't feel like just an endless walk. Well, stay, you woke. Realize that stay woke. The Earth is you realize. There is no one listening to this podcast anymore. They've turned it off by now. I bet they haven't. Yeah, you are very, you don't literally, you don't have any faith in our listeners. Our listeners are very supportive crowd. They listen all the way through. You're talking about the moon. (laughs) I think it's a great conversation to have right now. I think listeners would like to hear more of this real shit from us some. On yeah. a podcast, but that's just my opinion. It's true, you know. We, last episode we talked and about crude tornadoes. Is, crude is just a party uh, pooper. Oh my gosh! 
right. Crude, how's your fantasy football team going? <laughs> all right, I lost now all they turned days. this off. Oh, that's funny. All right, yeah. Uh, you can follow us at TFR underscore esports. Um, my co-host. It was a uh, great, great uh, two episodes this week. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this weekend. Yes, it is. I am looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know if it was great recording with you guys, but uh, okay. it was fun. <laughs> so I uh, can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to get to the finish line and see both of y'all behind me in points. Everybody have a good night. Follow me on Twitter. Score VG. Uh, uh, Crude Sloth VG. Oh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got to get that in there last time. Uh, appreciate you Do guys. It. Enjoy this weekend. Uh, belligerent. Stay away from awnings. Uh, and I will, I will hopefully stay away from, <laughs> I'll hopefully stay away from bad weather. Uh, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> cheers to that. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.